0: Gets them every time. Socialism is not awesome. The Kate Daly Show starts now.
1: Look, tomorrow's Superstar Tuesday, and I want to thank you all. I tell you what, I'm rushing ahead, aren't I? A I? fifty million people have been killed since 2007 when Bernie- It would put 720 million back, million women back in the workforce. Nobody should be in jail for a nonviolent crime. My name's Joe Biden. I'm a Democratic candidate for the United States Senate. Play the radio. Make sure the television, excuse me, make sure you have the record player on at night. Poor kids are just as bright and just as talented as white kids. We choose science over fiction. We choose truth over facts. Think about it. We hold these truths to be self-evident. All men and women created by, go, you know the, you know the thing. By the way, this is my little sister, Valerie, and I'm Jill's husband. Oh, no, this is, oh, you switched on me. This is my wife. This is my sister. They switched on me.
2: And maybe you have to swallow a little bit and say, okay, I sort of personally like so-and-so better. But your bottom line has to be that we have to beat Trump.
1: I'll tell you about how I started this whole thing back in 87, climate change. Stock market crash, Franklin Roosevelt got on television and didn't just talk about the, you know, the the princes of greed. He said, look, here's what happened. They're just not used to somebody really smart. They're telling me we got to go spend money to keep from going bankrupt? Yes, yeah, yes, I'm telling you. And it get hot, I got a lot of I got hairy legs that turn that 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 that, that turn uh, um, blonde in the sun. And the kids used to come up and reach in the pool and rub my leg down, so it was straight. And then watch the hair come come back up again. They'd look at it. So I learned about roaches. I learned about kids jumping on my lap. And I've loved kids jumping on my lap. And corn pop was a bad dude. And he ran a bunch of bad boys. And I had gotten a commitment from Poroshenko and from uh, Yatsenyuk that they would take action against the state prosecutor, and they didn't. So they said they, had, they were walking out to the press conference and said, no, nah. I said, I'm not gonna, or we're not going to give you the billion dollars. They said, you have no authority. You're not the president. The president said, I said, call him. <laughs> I said, I'm telling you, you're not getting the billion dollars. I said, you're not getting the billion. I'm going to be leaving here. And I think it was, what, six hours? I looked, I said, I'm leaving in six hours. If the prosecutor's not fired, you're not getting the money. Oh, son of a bitch. <laughs> Got fired. And they put in place someone who was solid.
2: Wow. I know, long intro, but you know what, though? Can you cut any of those out? <laughs> They're all gold. Uh, yeah, that's, that's Biden. And uh, clearly, clearly, that party is the party of biden right now uh they don't necessarily want bernie but i think that there might be some designs for that in fact today touting biden as well conservatism won last night i'm not joking when i say that conservatism won last night because biden got it what parading him around with and associating him with conservatism uh no. <laughs> anyway, uh, Bernie seems like the extreme next to Biden. So what? Now we're going to go as far as saying Biden is uh you know conservatism. Oh my gosh. Uh, well, welcome to the Kate Daly show. Um, yeah, we're in a pickle with. I I just cannot believe this is who they're running. Um, I welcome Melissa Smith to the show. How are you?
3: Well, happy happy. Happy Super Wednesday. <laughs> or Thursday, according <laughs> to Biden. Oh,
2: super, uh, every day what is, of the is week, it? Just yeah. super? Well, anyway, bizarre. I tell you. Do you, I'm do you remember,
3: Kate, mm-hmm. when Dan Quayle was the vice president and he couldn't spell, was it potato? <laughs> I can't remember. And he was the world's stupidest man forever. <laughs> remember, they used to make and fun yet, of him. Nobody is calling Joe Yo. Biden any, like, the world's stupidest man. No, or no. They, they are making... So many excuses for him. Well,
2: they're saying that he's the comeback kid. Comeback? You mean come back from crime in Ukraine? Come back from what? Um, they're saying that he's the comeback kid. Not one mention of Ukraine. Not one mention by any pundit out there about Ukraine. Um, about the fact that his entire thirty-year career has been dismal. That he has not accomplished anything. That all he accomplishes is putting his foot in his mouth and that he lied. And that's why he was taken out of the nineteen-eighties um, presidential race. I mean it is insane what they're not saying and they're 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 demonstrating this comeback kid and how resilient he is then what they do is they say this is how he won Nothing about what he's saying, not about the content, only about this is how he won the states. I I'm floored that they are that they have put the word conservatism with him now in the articles. I'm just
3: I don't know. If I can defend the statement for a minute, Kate, Uh I think conservatism did win because I don't think Joe Biden is electable.
2: No, that's what I'm saying though. What they're doing is they're all so far leftist, they're all such socialists that they're trying to go away from the word. Socialist by saying, see how extreme Bernie is. Now we want Biden. Biden's clearly the better choice because he aligns himself with conservatism. He's, he never has. He's a socialist <laughs> no. to the core.
3: No, you, you, yeah, I agree, and that's why conservatism wins because uh, I wouldn't because go that Biden far. Can't win. So <laughs> well, the conservatives are going to win oh, if gosh. that's the guy you're going to put out. You there.
2: know, and they're going to consistently associate him with that, even though he is such a far lefty that it's not even funny. Such a progressive lefto that I think it's bizarre. I think it's bizarre that they're associating those words now
3: because I, I, they have only, they have to go is to that he extreme. A far- Not only is he a far lefty, he is supremely corrupt. Oh, gosh. Yeah, he's admitting it. The Biden crime syndicate is comparable, if not maybe greater, than the Clinton crime syndicate. Yep.
2: Yep. I agree with you. And no one's talking about it. All they're saying is these stoic pictures of him. Oh, I just love the manipulation. A stoic picture with, you know, Trump just lost. Biden's in to save the country. Biden will unite us because we're so oh, not
3: united. That's just all so much hyperbole. Oh, oh I, I
2: know. And it's, it's absolutely asinine. But what do you, you know, I hope people are seeing it for what it is because it's ridiculous. I, I'm, I'm not quite even sure how we, how we really landed here with Biden in the top seat. He must have been their yes boy for so long that they, this is his reward at the end of his life. I'm not quite sure what else it could be. Um,
3: well, who else do they have?
2: they don 't really have anybody they don
3: 't have anybody else
2: mm-hmm. they were they were even going as far as to say that he put him back he took them off life support now, two days ago, were you hearing that the Democrat Party was on life support? no 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 no, only and only looking back now oh oh yes it was it was on life support, and he has clearly saved it i 'm just dying laughing. I just think this is the funniest thing. I hope people are seeing it for what it is it 's such a manipulation totally totally ridiculous um and and honestly just strange a couple of things on yesterday's conversation if i can before we get to some great stuff um on millennials and and some great stuff with melissa just a couple of items dr nancy uh um who who is rod rosenstein's sister okay remember rod good old rod uh the dod uh yeah rod um the assistant attorney general. So uh, Rod was, you know, heavily embroiled into the um, spying case, right? And his name has come up so often with collusion and improper uh, things and relationships that he's been doing. Well, Rod's sister. Rod's sister is the CDC National Center for Immunization and Respiratory Disease. His sister's the one pushing the buttons for the hype for the corona. That's interesting. That is, so that is, can we get any more convoluted, weird relationships going on with all these people? I also want to say that, um, that the Corona is shining a light on China having 80% of the market in pharmaceuticals. And the Clintons were the ones that got that ball rolling and Obama cemented it, um, with the sort of the, uh, the manufacturing appropriation, um, during the nineties that, you know, we started heavily giving things to China and China became, um, you know, the, the outsourcing manufacturer. That's when that happened was really the nineties and that was under Clinton. And so now we're starting to see what happens when we have another country at the, at the core center of something that Americans do need. I don't think they're the only supplier of toilet paper. So I don't think you have need to stock up America. I think you're going to be fine. It's funny that people are going for toilet and not actually food but whatever. Um, I, I'm gonna say that they are the pharmaceutical manufacturer and that's that's an interesting point of this. It was point of their, part of their plan called made um, made in China 2025. between now and, and 2025 it was supposed to ramp up even more according to their goals in China. And this is kind of an interesting thing that's happened here. We also had a death in Corona of Corona in California. But guess what they're saying? This is important to know. The person was elderly, already had illnesses and problems going on. Also on the cruise, the princess cruise. Remember how Miltie and I talked about this yesterday? Um, So instead of saying the person died from the disease, okay, from corona, they're saying they died in relation to corona. Now go look at all the articles. You're going to find very succinct, strange wording that separates from the actual corona in fact when you look at the uh, recipients uh, in washington that died right they can't even really correlate how they actually got it since they don't leave the nursing homes and their staff stays pretty pretty regular they still are, t- are trying to kind of loosely put somebody from the crews into that nursing care facility in washington um and uh and as far as that goes i also wanted to mention this this is important at the same time Princess Cruise Line was being quarantined, there was another cruise called World Dreams, and it was about half the same voyage of Princess, but there at the same time. And they actually were quarantined too. Guess what? Not, no, not a single case. 1800 passengers, not a single case. This clearly had something to do with princess cruises. So it's very, very interesting that they were also quarantined, also had all the same stuff happening, but not a single case. And I wanted to bring a couple of those items up because they kind of get lost in the mix and they're important. Look at the wording in the articles, look at who's associated with ringing the bell on this across America. And you'll find the same names over and over again, kind of ancestral, weird, strange, Crazy relationships between the same 50 people in America. So there you go.
3: Well, I have had questions about why Hong Kong has managed so much better as well. Yeah,
2: 95 cases. Yeah, <laughs> with no. T- I, so, one would wonder, I mean, wouldn't they?
3: Mm hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Hong Kong, very high population density. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yeah. Um, they are. Actually, the, the Hong well, Kong is actually part of mainland China. Well, they just yeah. were separate because of sure. political lines. And
2: here you go. Russia? Russia only has had five cases. And who were they? Two, Three people from the uh, Princess Cruise Line and two Chinese visitors. Do you know they've managed to stay out of the fray? Russia? Russia doesn't even have a single organic case there. Kind of interesting. I just wanted to point that out. Uh, be right back. They also border 14 countries and are 600 yards from China. Be right back on the K Daly Show.
0: If lawmakers get their way, taxes on groceries will go up almost triple. It's the most contentious issue. You pay more when you go to the grocery store.
1: That's why Jeff Birmingham joined tens of thousands of Utah's to turn back the hurtful tax on our families. I'm Jeff Burningham. When the politicians tried to pass a massive tax on our food, I was proud to stand with the people and be a leader in the fight to stop them. As governor, I'll always put taxpayers first because you have a right to know how your tax dollars are spent. I'll make our state government more transparent and more accountable so we can track every penny. Because it's not the politicians' money, it's your money. Jeff Burningham, conservative Republican, job creator, tax fighter. Jeff Burningham for governor. Leadership that works for you. Paid for by Burningham for governor.
0: Quality doesn't have to be expensive. Hi, this is Justin at the mattress store. And a good night's sleep starts with a new Sealy mattress with posturpedic technology for only 2 dollars Come in today and test rest a new Sealy mattress with Posturepedic technology. Buy today, sleep well tonight. Four southern Utah locations, Bluff by Ace Hardware, Washington next to Best Buy, Bloomington by Walmart, and Cedar City next to Lynn's. Nobody meets the mattress store, No. Bank of Utah Home Loans is pleased to have been nominated for Best Home Mortgage in Southern Utah. Hi, this is
1: Brian Young with Bank of Utah Home Loans located here on the boulevard. We are excited to be nominated and to be able to serve Southern Utah with outstanding mortgage products. Whether that's a reverse mortgage, first-time home buyer, construction loan, or you're looking to purchase or refinance, we have all the mortgage tools available to you. Come see us today and don't forget to vote for Bank of Utah Home Loans for Best Home
4: Mortgage in Southern Utah.
3: Call Brian and the Bank of Utah Home Loans St. George team.
4: Housing lender and MLS 42914. Hi, this is Ryan Brinkerhoff, the owner of Inside Out Hyperbaric and Wellness Center here in St. George, Utah. So the reason I initially got into hyperbarics was uh, illness, an unknown illness that was affecting me, and nobody could seem to find answers for me. I bounced from doctor to doctor, physician specialist, getting all sorts of random things thrown out, different diagnoses. And throughout my my health quest, I was only able to get back to about 80%. I couldn't get all the way over that, that big hump that I was faced with. Then I stumbled upon hyperbaric oxygen therapy. And after about a month of using a hyperbaric chamber, it skyrocketed me back to 100%. And today, at 40 years old... I feel better, I look better, I perform a lot better at my job, in the gym, everything, than I did when I was 30 years old. And I attribute a lot of that to the hyperbaric oxygen therapy that we now have at our facility. I'm Ryan Brinkerhoff, the owner of Inside Out Hyperbaric and Wellness, and I invite you to bring out the best in you. Visit InsideOutHyperbarics.com.
0: Stop stressing about retirement and start educating yourself instead. Join Abe Ashton for your family and your retirement. Tuesday afternoon at 5 on Fox News Radio 93.1 FM and 1450 KZNU.
3: Hi, it's Celeste from the Travel Connection, and I'm here with Nona Miller discussing our
2: upcoming cruise through beautiful French Polynesia with Paul Gauguin Cruises. Nona, you've heard my ads for five years now, and you always mentioned you wanted to go. What made you decide to travel with our group in July? Oh, my gosh. Yes, this has been on my bucket list for
0: years. And Celise, when you called me late last year saying that you've never seen pricing like this for Tahiti, I just decided this is the year. I just turned 50. It's a milestone year. So I'm going to take my mom, and we are just going to have a blast. This is the kind of vacation that I thought I would only dream about,
2: but now I actually get to go. I'm so excited. I can't think of a more beautiful place in the world to celebrate a birthday and travel with your mom. What a wonderful memory. If you're considering a trip to Tahiti, it's not too late to join our group, but space is
5: very limited.
2: We have discounted group rates available and shipboard credit. To learn more about this incredible trip to paradise, call me at 628-3636 and travel to Tahiti with the Travel Connection.
0: How would you like to participate in stock market gains with zero risk? Join Lyle Boss of Boss Financial Friday afternoons at 5 on St. George News Radio 1450.
3: St. George Water Heaters understands the worst thing to come home to is water everywhere. Their superb, well-trained courtesy technician has the proper equipment to get the job done right the first time. And with the same day or at least 24-hour response time, your water heater's problems can be resolved. Protect your investment with a courteous, trustworthy water heater man from St. George Water Heaters. At the same great rates, even if it's late. Call 772-9677 or stgeorgewaterheaters.com. Vetted by Angie's List and Home Advisor.
0: Talk lines are open now. Call 888-673-1450. This is the Kate Dally Show.
3: Oh Lord, won't you buy me a Mercedes Benz? My friends are porsches i must make amens worked hard all my lifetime no help from my friends Oh so lord won't you buy me a mercedes-benz
2: why do i feel like this is the millennial theme song i'll be right oh lord won't you buy me a mercedes-benz <laughs> uh, Oh, welcome back to the K Dally Show. Make sure you go to the website, get your balance of nature. This is actually a really good reminder and a good time to talk about balance of nature, just because of what we're even talking about. Get, get your immune system up. I mean, that's really the thing that you have control over. The amount of toilet paper you have stored in the back shed. I mean, just get your immune system up. You're going to be good. You're going to be good. I, I do believe in preparedness. Trust me, I'm a big preparedness person, but I think people are going a little nuts right now. Make sure you go to balanceofnature.com. Get the um supplement that has 31 fruits and vegetables 31 fruits and vegetables that are all clean with no pesticides no nothing in them you will start to feel better i promise uh this is such a great thing and that's the the fiber drink also tastes like uh apples it's amazing you will like this <laughs> you'll love it actually and uh, you'll start to see great changes even in sleep and hair and skin and everything else it's it's really cool when you get the right nutrients what can happen put in the code kate k a t e and uh, you can get 35% off free shipping even just get in there right now and get it. Uh, honestly, this is the best supplement I've ever seen. It packs the most into it for the best affordable price. In fact, the price was so low. I actually looked twice because it is, it's very low. And, uh, when you use my name, you also get 30% off as well. 35% off. Um, so Melissa, just back here, we were just talking about people being insane and, and I just want to remind people there in Illinois, too. Do you guys remember in 2014 when you had the EVD-68 virus and it was affecting children and kids were going into intensive care and they had 22 cases in intensive care pretty rapidly and it went through Missouri? I know you're listening to Missouri, Missouri and Chicago and and everywhere else. Do you remember when they shut down the whole world because of it? No, you don't remember that? <laughs> that's because... I don't remember that either. Yeah, that's cuz that didn't happen. In fact, they were just investigating it. It was a respiratory disease and it was throwing kids into intensive care. Um, but at the same time, we weren't going completely loony over it and the press wasn't drawing a lot of attention to it under the Obama administration. In fact, they just really didn't give it much concern. Um so I just and it was neighboring states there as well and I just Sometimes we just forget all the stuff we we end up going through that's scare tactic. Um, So just kind of a reminder. Anyway, let's talk millennials too. (laughs) Okay. Oh good heavens! Well, the Bernie supporter. uh,
3: Yeah this this comes from kind of a personal place for me. I I, sometimes when I'm prepping for the show, I'm thinking about conversations that have been in my household the last week. Sure. And I have two sons in college now. Mm -hmm. And one of them just finds Bernie supporters everywhere. Hmm. And the other one says, I don't know anyone supporting Bernie Sanders. (laughs) Interesting.
2: Well, hey, that's a good thing. At least they're not full, you know.
3: Well, I'll have to tell you, one of them is a business major and one of them is in the arts. So Hmm. you figure out where the Bernie Sanders or where (laughs) the Bernie supporters are coming from. Let me guess. (laughs) Yeah, it's not a hard well, thing to connect yeah, those dots.
2: That's pretty obvious. Wow. Mm. Yeah,
3: but I I took some time today to kind of think about what what how how do millennials vote and do how concerned do we really need to be? Apparently, 2016 was the first time that we had the millennials are roughly becoming equal in voting numbers mm-hmm. in in voting block size to um baby boomers. Okay. So we're you know we're going to see those numbers shift over time as as baby boomers begin to recede mm-hmm. and the millennials come on stronger. So how liberal are they and why are they so liberal and mm-hmm. what impacts them? Okay. Um here's the first thing that i think is really interesting and here's why i think joe biden is going to be the nominee mm-hmm. Oh, of course yeah, yeah. go ahead go because 31 percent mm-hmm. of sanders supporters said that in and they were asked a question in a poll would you vote for whoever the democratic nominee is no matter who it is okay so they asked sanders supporters that and they said 31% of Sanders supporters said, well, it would depend on who the nominee is. Mm-hmm. 16% of them said, no, I won't. Right. So if you break it down with um, Biden supporters, 87% of them said that they would support whoever the Democrats put up. Mm. And Elizabeth Warren, her supporters, 90% of them said they would support any Democrat any Democratic candidate. Hmm. So there's something different about Bernie voters, right? Right. And they're really kind of attached to Bernie Sanders. Mm -hmm. But are they as attached as they were in 2016? Hmm. And I think the answer to that is no. Interesting. And I'll tell you why. Okay, yeah. I think in in 2016, uh, what is it that millennials are really looking for and they're different than uh, like you and I are. They mm-hmm. think about things differently. For one, they are all almost to a T less. Um, they don't like labels. They okay. don't want to. They don't want to identify as a Republican or a Democrat. Uh-huh. In fact, my my son mm-hmm. um, gets very angry. He's like, I hate the I hate those labels. There's no political party that. I will ever vote for just because they have an R or a D behind their name. Interesting. Okay. That's a very millennial way to see the world. Mm -hmm. And frankly, I mean, I don't do that either, but I don't feel as impassioned about it. That
2: would be good news if we saw a, uh, you know, a huge amount of millennials that were principled and understood the Constitution. That would be great news. But I worry that that is not the case.
3: Yeah. Well, uh, that is probably not the case. They <laughs> yeah. they're calling it politically they're mm-hmm. calling them the Snapchat generation. Right. And I think that is one of the things that's kind of alarming about them. Number mm-hmm. one, where do they get their news and information from? CNN. And mm-hmm. you know, I number two, the other thing about being a Snapchatter is they just don't have the patience to engage uh, This this may be a good thing actually. Um, they don't have the patience to engage in the long-term political game that it takes to really bring somebody like Bernie Sanders into office. Okay. And what I mean by that is, if Bernie Sanders was elected in this in this presidential election, mm-hmm. would he have anybody in Congress that would stand with him? Right. Is there, you know, what about at the state and local level? Okay. And millennials have. Uh, one of the one of the pieces of information that I was looking at was talking about how millennials are kind of they approach politics the same way they approach movies. They only want to be there for the blockbusters. <laughs> they oh, don't dear. want to be there mm-hmm. for the the school board elections. Right, they don't want right. to, you know. Oh my gosh, you know, why do I have to Everything go? Everything that? that leads
2: to what we're what we're dealing with in the big frame. Yeah. Okay. Well,
3: if you want to put. If you want to make the country socialist, really, truly, they're going to have to move that from the bottom up. And millennials yet, at least so far that we've seen, have not been present at those elections.
2: Interesting. Okay.
3: So maybe that's a good thing. Yeah. You know, maybe (laughs) maybe it's not because eventually maybe they'll figure it out. I also think that between 2016 and now, mm-hmm. most young people, just as a general rule,
4: mm-hmm. tend
3: to be more liberal. Yeah, that's for sure. just even I was more liberal as a as a yep. college student than I am now. Yeah, no because doubt. life has a way of kind of smacking you around for a while. Oh yeah, you got to go. After you work. paid taxes long enough, you're mm-hmm. like hmm.
2: Yep, you've you got to you got to work in the real world. Chrisanne Hall used to be one of those progressive lefties, and I know people get so shocked. Our constitutional expert—that's what she was until she started working, <laughs> and then realizing, well, wait a minute, <laughs> I'm getting screwed. Um, and so it reminds me of that old Fraser episode. Uh, are you ordering the scrod? <laughs> Isn't the screw totally getting screwed? And so that usually is that usually is the gateway into understanding a little bit more about the economy and maybe leading them into more of a a a different response to politics than they had in the idealistic world of college where everything goes your way and there's no real there's no real eh. honestly i i worry i worry that we have so few that actually under even understand or want to understand more importantly even the constitution they don't even i i don't i don't see them with enough patience to sit there for two seconds and even want to know about a principle
3: well there's a whole lot me. of things that they don't want to understand. They don't want to sit down and understand economics, they don't want to understand the constitution, they don't mm-hmm. want to they just want what they want and they want it now. Yeah. And and I think we've kind of trained them to be that way because everything that you need to know is available right there on your smartphone, right? Right, right. And if I scroll long enough, you know, I'll I'll get the answer that I want. Mm-hmm. They they're so used to that and that's that's part of the the their inability to kind of build momentum over a long period of time. Will they ever get there? I don't know. Yeah. Um,
2: I don't know. Who, either. Who's to
3: say? But as as some of them begin to run for political office, we may mm-hmm. see a shift in that as well. That
2: is kind of interesting, though. Not going to the all of the little stuff, all of the stuff that leads up to the big stuff. Um, that is kind of an interesting observation. Uh, I'll have to. I'll hand it to you. That's because you know, it's, it's hard to figure out even how to deal with the millennial problem. I think is that that's about to grow bigger. And that is the millennials that are growing up and, and running for office themselves and are still possibly in that mindset. That's, that worries me. So, yeah.
3: Well, here's another, another set of some information that I think might bode well for Trump, Uh um, Because uh, have you ever heard of like the the problem with rising expectations, that revolutions don't come from the poor people. They don't come from the rich people. They come from the people in the middle who feel like they're getting smacked around, Mm -hmm. who thought that things would be better. Right. And they become very disaffected. And that has happened to a large chunk of are millennials? They went to college thinking college was the gateway to a good job and a mm-hmm. comfortable life. Mm-hmm. And when they got out, they were they were smacked in the face with Obama's kind of economy. There weren't a lot of jobs. They weren't high paying. They had they struggled, and so all of this, you know, we're going to get rid of your school debt. We're going to give you free health care. Was very appealing to them. Sure, sure. Now, in the last four years, we'll see what happens at at the polls, but many of them, many of the millennials who are now four years older and they're moving kind of into a more stable um, economy, Mm -hmm. or hopefully a more stable economy. We'll see what coronavirus does there. But 44% of them believe that the country is, they they approve of the current direction of the country wow so they're seeing (laughs) Um, they're seeing improvements in the economy that are benefiting Mm -hmm. them Mm -hmm. that may you know and not only that if you are motivated they're they're kind of idealistic too they're young and idealistic Mm -hmm. they hate a label and they hate what they perceive as corruption right is there any more um establishment guy who just screams corruption than mm-hmm. Joe Biden.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
3: And well, he does he's tied to mm-hmm. Obama. Right. Obama hasn't even given him an endorsement yet. Yeah. But if. Interesting. Uh, in, in this survey, how satisfied are you with President Trump currently? Mm-hmm. Right? 45% of them said satisfied.
2: That's interesting. You know, they understand, they like the economy. The problem is they don't understand how the economy is really run. But yes, be right back. I agree. Uh, right back. Balance of Nature, changing the world one life at a time.
3: I went to my blood test done a few weeks ago, and I met the doctor, and he was really encouraged by my progress. I brought him the two bottles, and I showed him what I was taking,
2: and he started looking at all the ingredients. He said, you may be onto something here,
3: and I'm like, oh, wow, and he said, you just keep that up. You're you're helping your health by doing that, and I'm like, whoa, endorsement by the doctor. Don't wait to see what getting over 10 servings of whole fruits and vegetables every day can do for you. Right now, Balance of Nature is offering free shipping and 35% off on any new preferred order of fruits and veggies. Start your journey to better health today by calling one 800 or by going to balanceofnature.com. And make sure to receive this special radio offer by using discount code CANYON. Are
5: you tired of exposing your retirement to stock market risk? Are you tired of paying high fees and commission even when you lose your money? How would you like to participate in stock market gains but never stock market losses? Lyle Boss specializes in safe money accounts with guarantee of principal, guaranteed growth, and income you can never outlive. Safe Money accounts can provide bonuses of up to 20%, participation in stock market gains, and minimum guaranteed growth of up to 7.5% for up to 20 years with a guaranteed lifetime income you can never outlive. Join Lyle Boss for the Safe Money Radio Show on KZNU every Friday at 5 to 6 p.m. drive time. You can also call Lyle Boss now for your free customized safe money information kit and a 115-page safe money book. Call 1-855-355-SAFE. That's 855-355-7233. Ladies and
0: gentlemen, Mark Preston. The Casablanca Concert Series presents Mark Preston. An evening of romance with his live orchestra. I love you more today than yesterday. Saturday night, March 7th, inside the Casablanca showroom in Mesquite. Mark Preston is a former member of the Letterman, and this three-time Grammy nominee has performed thousands of shows in theaters all around the world, truly earning him the title of international entertainer. You're just too good to true general admission and VIP booth seating available and you must be 21 for tickets call 800-514-3849 online at mesquitegaming.com or at the Casablanca front desk Mark Preston, an evening of romance Saturday night, March 7th at the Casablanca in Mesquite Nevada. It's just like Vegas used to be. We're back with Katie from Nielsen RV. Spring break's almost here. Any ideas on fun things for people to do with their families? You bet. Don't be a do-nothing. You can go riding a Dumont, fishing a Powell, mountain biking in Moab, camping in the desert, snowmobiling in the Uintas, sightseeing at the Grand Canyon, swimming at the so, beach. So, I guess before spring break, you better stop by at Nielsen RV, home of the warranty forever at no cost to you. On State Street and Hurricane, off the Bluff Street exit, underneath the giant American flag, or NielsenRV.com. Hey Chris, I'm not done yet. Don't end the commercial.
2: Hi, this is Kate Daly, and I love my sponsors. Copiers for Sale offers Southern Utah the best quality and pricing on printers, copiers, and plotters. They sell lease and service any equipment your business or home office needs Copiersforsale.com, a local company and division of steamroller copies is always asking what do you want to print today no matter your situation bank of utah home loans can help with the right home loan for you call brian and the bank of utah home loans team today 435-986-7221 bank of utah home loans helping you grow no matter what stage of life you're in
4: Have you ever wondered what it's like to own an electric vehicle? Would you like to take an extended test drive? Well, now's your chance. Dixie Power has purchased two Hyundai Kona EVs. One will be loaned out to Dixie Power members for one week at a time to drive for free without mileage restrictions. The second Kona will be available for one-hour test drives. This program provides members the chance to see how an EV works as their daily vehicle and to see if purchasing an electric vehicle in the future makes sense for them. For more information, click DixiePower.com. Dixie Power, energizing life.
5: Are you covered by Medicare or nearing Medicare eligibility? Do the different Medicare options and supplemental policies seem like alphabet soup or a high-stakes game of scramble? Relax. Let WMI Mutual Insurance Company simplify this complicated decision and save you money. WMI has been offering their commission-free Medigap policies to seniors just like you for more than 30 years with quality insurance and affordable rates. Call them today or visit WMIMedigap.com. This is a solicitation of insurance.
2: the millennial song in the last break and now i've switched over to the boomer song. This, my friends, is the boomer song. This is the song that everyone wishes they could sing to a millennial. Uh welcome back to the Kate Daly show. Uh go to katedalyradio.com for podcasts and i'm just really glad you're tuned in and listening. Um where we're live, uh we do make a podcast out of this live uh, show, so you're welcome to go get that at katedalyradio.com and you can just scroll to the bottom and you can see all the podcasts, the latest Podcast, you can just keep scrolling through them, and they're all done by header. And then also the call in number is always at the top of the top of the web page. Um, you can also email me Kate at Kate dot com, and on Facebook the Kate Dally Show, same as Twitter. I hate Twitter, but anyway, uh, it's all there. Um, so I welcome you back, uh, Melissa Smith is back with me, and I was just making the point that. You know we, we we always we ask ourselves you know how's the economy, and if the economy's good, we feel pretty darn good about what's going on. I'm not criticizing that as much. Because I understand that we went through a lot of years that weren't okay. And, uh, and that's, you know, obviously we want to see some relief and we want to see things working well. The problem that I feel that millennials are not going to, uh, gravitate toward is they will be complacent with the economy as far as the economy going well at the time in which we're talking about. But, they won't be analyzing the government intrusion into the economy that the government has no authority to do. That they have developed over time, this this authority they've given themselves to give jobs and to to be at the at the heart and soul of our economy, which is not okay. And I don't see a ton of millennials ever talking about that. They'll debate whether the economy was better under uh, Baracky Boy than it is under Trump, but they won't talk about you know, or, or better under Trump than it was Brock, but they won't talk about why, what, what is your feeling on that, Melissa?
3: Well, for one, what have they ever known in their entire life? Right. Yeah. They're very young. Mm -hmm. And so they really don't know anything other than a super controlled economy. And frankly, you know, we can all go home and look in a mirror. You know, we let all the QE stuff happen and without complaint. Right. You know, that, that wasn't, that's not, the millennials didn't do that. hmm So we have actually, as a country, I think, the whole country has bought this notion that that the Federal Reserve or the Congress or the president can and should control those things, that those are things that they are responsible for.
2: Right. That's so true. And
3: so Mm -hmm. to undo that is going to be very difficult. Oh, very.
2: Yeah. In fact, there was an article today. It was talking about Biden and it was linking him to the conservatism. won because Biden won. And I went. I can I throw up in my mouth now? Anyway, it was it was it was just strange to start seeing the the huge amount of articles that had him linked to look how conservative we are. And I'm going, you guys aren't conservative at all. But whatever. So they started quoting James Madison in articles saying James Madison loved the parties like, for instance, Democratic Socialism. You know, this is such a great thing, and party over personality. Whereas Trump was personality over party. I mean, it was the weirdest article, and I thought, no, what did Madison really say? Madison was worried that we wouldn't have. We, he wanted the elective, uh, the the elective res- representation, because he said, in a large republic, it will prove more difficult for unworthy candidates to rise to power if we're allowed to be have a voice within the elected officials, and uh, and of course, he talked about. Factions, But he didn't talk about factions in the way they say. It reminds me of the Cokie Roberts thing where Cokie Roberts was saying how um, the Constitution is constantly quoted on the floor of Congress and none of them know what it means. I mean, you can't get anyone that quotes it accurately or even understands the principle that they're talking about. And so to, to walk away from an article thinking James Madison loves the parties um, and wanted the parties really badly. No, he did not want the power that comes from having the parties. He, he wanted people to be able to get together. Yes. That agreed with their stance, but this kind of goes along with the same conversation is, is that we're not training up our youth to understand all those principles. And so they're not, it's not like they're going to be just so involved in the process of taking government out of the loop, but it's just going to be which government serves us better.
3: Right. One thing that Thomas Sowell says, Mm -hmm that I think is very relevant to this whole conversation is that while socialism sounds great Mm -hmm. in practice, it's not great. Right. And if we can get millennials to engage with us in a conversation about hard facts, Mm -hmm. not they want to live in this kind of idealistic, you know, easy peasy, everything's great sort of world. And if we can bring them back to reality and say, let's look at facts, let's look at mm-hmm. Venezuela, let's right. look at what they were before socialism, let's look at what's happening there now, mm-hmm. and not dress it up, don't, don't spin it into hyperbole, mm-hmm. but actually look at the facts. And, and it, in a really fascinating, a really truly fascinating article about how the coronavirus could teach millennials about a communist state, Mm-hmm. Are, are, the, are millennials actually seeing what they need to see there? Are they seeing people being dragged off the streets by people dressed up in hazmat suits, essentially? Mm-hmm. Those, are they seeing the restriction of freedom that's happening? Right. And not only that, are they watching the government of China not cooperating with other governments around the world to put a stop to it? Mm -hmm. For example, they had they had the virus isolated in China and they would not share the virus with the CDC. Mm -hmm. So we can ask ourselves a couple of questions. Yes. Number one, why not? And, you know, governments that are that are secretive like that, if our if our millennials believe that they will still have all the freedoms they now have with a socialist system, they'll be mistaken. But who's telling them that? Yeah, yeah. Who's speaking that truth to them? Who is sitting down and saying, look at what's happening? Who was showing them? We watched some of it in our household, the videos of what was happening in Hong Kong. We -hmm. watched a live feed out of the airport one night where soldiers were actually like pulling people out and hauling them away to jail. Mm -hmm. And my kids were like, well, where are they taking them? Yeah. I said, jail. Jail. Yeah. Well, what would they charge him with? I said, "Does it matter?" Right. <laughs> you know, we need to we need to quit. Our children have been really propagandized. Mm-hmm. They really don't know what who Mao was. Right. They really don't know who Stalin was. Right. They really don't know anything about Venezuela. They really don't know anything about Castro. <laughs> Bernie Sanders just praised Castro. Yeah, and he true. honeymooned in in Russia. Yeah. Seriously. Yeah. So totally we need to me. take <laughs> the the nice window dressing off of those regimes and talk to them about, you know, what do you lose?
2: True. Very very true. I agree. I agree. Um yeah, we we uh I worry. I worry so I I worry so hard. I I actually uh, threw this on Facebook, but you know, when I see the I voted stickers, okay? um that's nice it's great that you voted but were you informed and i would love to see a new sticker i want a sticker that says this I was engaged all year, paid attention, studied voting records, did the heavy lifting, and was informed and educated in principles, so I voted. <laughs> I would want to see that sticker. <laughs> Will someone please make it, please? I want to see that because we, um, as a society, are losing our way because of our, um, uh, you know, our miseducation, our uneducation. And we, just, we just really are lacking, and we're searching in some of the wrong places when when people when people tell me i need to have a source that's from mainstream news i laugh i'm like you got to be kidding me right i can't get a source from mainstream news that tells the truth <laughs> that's if that's your if that's the quantifier for truth and so all of our millennials are looking at mainstream as the center for truth well, they're not hoping, even looking
3: at mainstream K, they're looking
2: at tiktok <laughs> Yeah, Teen Magazine's political column. I mean,
3: it's like No, I'm not kidding. Like Snapchat. Snapchat. You're right. I I don't even think they're really using Twitter, some (laughs) Twitter, but it's just like, let's look at funny videos on TikTok for a while. Right, right. That's really not going to teach you much about economic Mm -hmm. theory. Yes. It really isn't. Yeah, that's very, very true. <laughs> I, I'm sad to say that, but I, I I have to share an experience I had when I was teaching, uh-huh. and I was teaching um, at a community college, but they were young people, most of them. Mm-hmm. There were I, ha- I almost always had a couple of adults that were coming back to school for something, and in my American history class, we always read like the preamble to the Constitution. And my students always gave me this weird look. They said, "I don't know why we're reading this. I can't understand it." Huh. And I went almost word for word through the preamble to the Constitution with them. We need to not laugh at them when they're when they're uninformed or when they don't know what they're talking about, and see that as a as a doorway open that we can help them. You know bring them to some greater understanding. I think they want to know, but Mm -hmm. think about yourself when you were young. Would you, would you have appreciated it if your parents or grandparents had laughed at you for not knowing?
2: That's true. That's true, and so you know, don't
3: laugh at them. Well,
2: I didn't know at that age; I was clueless at that age, and and a lot of kids are. And it's not I, that's part of being a kid and growing up. And they they will grasp it. I worry about the sources from which they grasp, but I understand that that as they get older, they too will also search for truth. At, let's hope. And and like like all of us did, like we like our journeys have been. And I don't expect millennials to be on the ball at eighteen years old i really don't i i how can we that's pretty judgy (laughs) you
3: know it it really is and the other thing that i think is equally important Mm -hmm. they want they they're young and idealistic and they want to believe that the world holds promise for them right sometimes i think i i think this is sometimes a, a habit that i have the world is so gloomy and we're all despairing of anything ever happening right, Mm -hmm. you know, and they don't want to hear that. And that just turns them away and turns them off. And I think it's not realistic anyway. Yes. We are mm -hmm. living in kind of a blessed, time. mm -hmm. They don't even know that, though. They don't even have the sense, like, this is not, we're not living through the Black Plague. Coronavirus is not (laughs) the bubonic plague. And one thing to
2: keep in mind... They don't know that. One thing to keep in mind, too is is just the, the, well it's just the fact that we were told the same thing too we were told that all was going to hell by the time we were going to be in our 30s and 40s and it wasn't and if you look back on your own life you have reaped happiness and joy all along the way no matter who was president no matter what was going on you have had a lot of joy in your life i'm going to guess and so and so we can, we have to we have to make sure they understand that too they're going to have a lot of joy it doesn't matter what happens they're going to pick out that joy and have a great life we have to keep that hope Well, and
3: probably the most important thing that we can teach them, Mm -hmm. whether it's politics or economics or anything, is don't be a victim. Right. Embrace your life. Go out there and you are in charge of your life. And as as they become voters, as they are voters, as they are voting in presidential elections, think about what this candidate is going to bring to the country that will benefit everyone, benefit them Mm -hmm. and everyone else, But you know something, when I say that, I can hear the Bernie voter saying, yeah, that's why we need national health care. Right. So we're going to have to do a better job of teaching (laughs) them how not to be a victim than just to say, well, the government's going to take care of them.
2: Yes. How to be accountable to themselves, an individual, and to be able to do things for themselves and that that's where they get the true power and they get to observe the true liberty is in doing for themselves, not asking for government to do more.
3: When they're victims, they stay adolescents forever, right yes, yes they somebody do. else is going to take care of me. somebody else is going to pay my bills mm-hmm. somebody I don't have to be responsible for the mess that I've just made
2: right right that's
3: not adulthood, and so we need to help our our millennials in, you know see mm-hmm. the world as a hopeful place, but as a place where they have responsibilities and obligations too
2: yeah, that's so true that is the, the amen to that one um I, to- I agree. I agree. And for everybody that's just freaking out right now and, and stockpiling and everything else, um, this should all be a really great lesson. I know we only have 15 seconds, but this should be a great lesson in... What have you been prepared for and what are, where are you not prepared? And if you're going to the store to search for, for toilet paper, uh, you know, d- during this whole stockpiling in America or hand sanitizer, maybe we ought to stock up a little <laughs> earlier next time.
4: <laughs> something, something's wrong.
2: Soap. Yeah, Something something's <laughs> wrong. Oh, my gosh, the toilet paper. Holy cow, you would think that, you know, no one on Earth was ever going to ever make toilet paper except for China. Um, anyway, it's ridiculous. Uh, Melissa, thank you great hour thank you for joining me really appreciate it It
3: was a super wednesday it was
2: a super wednesday (laughs) thank you (laughs) i'll be right back with susan going down the rabbit hole all the behind the scenes stuff and uh boy there's always a lot of behind the scenes stuff is there not so we'll get to that in the next hour big thank you to melissa and uh and of course if you don't get it in your network make sure that you get it on podcast be right back
5: Are you tired of exposing your retirement to stock market risk? Are you tired of paying high fees and commissions even when you're losing money? Lyle Boss specializes in safe money accounts with guarantee of principal, guaranteed growth, and income you can never outlive. Join Lyle Boss for Safe Money Radio every Friday at 5 to 6 and Saturday at 9 a.m. to 10 a.m.
0: This is Dr. William Plum thanking you for allowing us to serve our community the past 10 years. We love taking care of our patients and working together as a team. It's officially time to vote for your favorites in the best of Southern Utah. We were nominated
1: in five categories and we